Hello, Tools. It's your boys, JB and J Mills, on a Saturday afternoon, hanging out in the studio. Got a little twisted up there, but uh, it's a Sunday. It's it's just the weather in New England is bananas. Yeah, I mean, you could call it crazy. I mean, it's rained like like you wouldn't believe. We had a horrible thunderstorm last night. I don't know if you saw that. Lightning kept me up all night. I'm afraid. I'm under my blankets, looking for the weighted blanket. But we're we gonna get into that. Thunder buddies. Thunder buddies. The wind <laughs> howling at my house. Plus, I jumped the gun a week ago with bringing out my plants from the farm. And I went out this morning in the rain to pick them all up on the ground. They're all over the place. So, Ooh. but uh, it is. It's New England, and I guess they say April showers bring May flowers. I got to tell you, man. It's. Yeah, I was talking about it the other day at work. Maybe it was Friday. I mean, we've had such a dry year. So not just this year. You go all the way back to last summer, drought conditions, 100-year drought, et cetera, et cetera. So um, it was some much-needed rain. Unfortunately, the ground is not very receptive to that to that much rain in a short period of time. So we got, we got some localized flooding, right? So on the way here to the studio, beautiful ride, by the way, as Mother Nature starts to turn. And uh, a lot different from just a week ago. So pretty neat to see the, the buds on the trees and some of the flowers that have bloomed and the tulips. But uh, you're right, though. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, hopefully, it'll it'll slow down a little bit here, and uh, I don't think the heavy stuff's coming yet. So it might be able to play Ser- nine this afternoon. <laughs> you're kidding, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, indoors. That's that's why I got a simulator. So I'm gonna play yeah. inside today. So I'm gonna play 18. Might play 36. Don't know, but I'm gonna play. Aren't you gonna qualify for the tour? Yeah, so actually, that's kind of funny. I just said that right before we started recording this. I, I joked uh, with Josh that I'm going to... So there's a SGT, Simulator Golf Tour, which is worldwide on GS Pro, which is the system I use to play. it. Uh, and uh, there's a tour. you got to go through Q School. you got to play three rounds, I think, on a pretty average golf course. And then they take that and they figure out where you should play. I think I'm qualified probably for the nationwide tour. Uh, based on how far you hit it, basically. So, yeah. So, we're going to try that. Give it a shot. Interesting stuff. Can't play outside. Might as well play inside. Nope. Can't play outside at all. But let, let's let's get this thing started here with the uh, little bit of the what we're going to call the weekend leaderboards. The weekend so, leaderboards, huh? <clears throat> had a little bit of uh, interesting format this week on the PGA Tour. Not sure if anybody's been paying attention. No, I hope they are. I'm I am so busy and I feel so bad, but if it's not a major championship, I just I can't get into it Thursday. And you host a golf podcast, so you kind of have to get into it. I know, I know. It's just it's so Co-host. hard. It's so hard to get into it. But I did tune into it Friday and Saturday, and it was it was okay. I mean, it wasn't as boring as I thought it was gonna be, but uh you know, man, guys I mean, are out there shooting low scores, man. That's fun. Alternate shot, best ball, all that good stuff. That's fun to watch, no? Guys are grinding. Um, it, it, it makes it a little bit it, – it, it kind of touches home a little bit on what we do with a lot of our events that we play in. So it's kind of cool to see these guys. And, man, they can go low. I mean, you're shooting 61s and 62s like it's no one's business. I'll tell you, I'm looking at it right now, and and – you know, nobody knows who these some of these guys are, right? Vincent, uh, Greg Norman, T third, T third, also known as tied for third. Um, they shot sixty two yesterday. They've kind of gotten better as the week's gone on. And and here's what I'm talking about with them: they're plus two thousand to win. They're only a couple shots off the lead. I mean, they got a chance. Plus two thousand. I mean, 
holy crap, you just got to put a $10 bet on that thing. And I, I, I'm pulling out my phone, getting ready to put 10 bucks on it. Cause it's Absolutely. pretty good odds. Or even Sean O'Hare plus 4,000. You got guys that are in the 8,000 range, like Adam Hadwin and Nick Taylor. Don't even know who Nick Taylor is. Shout outs to Nick Taylor. You know, big so, Nick Taylor guy, the Canadian, I, right? I mean, what are you talking about? You don't know who he is. You know who he is. It's Canadian. Oh, the Canadian <laughs> boys. They get a little teaming up there. So, Team yeah, Canada. I mean, I, I watched the way yesterday. The course is pretty cool. You know, it's beautiful like normal. But I just, I can't get into it, man. That's a shame. But I'll tell you, we don't need to talk about it a whole lot. I mean, you got guys out there. Um, I think the worst team I saw all week who finished dead last was John Daly and David Duvall. They shot a combined 83 in round two. 80, I mean 83. <laughs> I think we could shoot 83. Maybe not on that golf course, right? But oh, man. maybe? 80, 75, 83. 83. Poor guys. I mean, they're old. What do you expect, right? Come on, though. 83? I, mean, you, you, I, just, I, I bet you they had a nice following throughout the day. But how do you miss a cut in a two-man scramble? John was followed by a a Coke truck and a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Marble I mean, man. <laughs> yeah, I just, I love John, but man, 83, I feel bad. I'm glad he's out there playing. I mean, he was diagnosed with cancer a little over yeah. a year ago. He's yeah. got the knee issues, right? Knee issues. I mean, so just, just to have him playing golf and walking is pretty exciting because after the father son, I don't think back in December, I don't think he was planning on walking much. So I, I actually, I am happy for him. And maybe he wrote a cart. He obviously wrote a cart. He has to. All right. Well, okay. So Zarek, yay or nay? Yeah. I, I kind of like the format. Um, here's the problem with the elevated events. Okay. You just don't have a lot of names. Um, you've got, you've got, you know, team America there. And when I say that, I'm talking about, uh, you got Billy Horschel, Sam Burns. Those guys are great, but you really you get, you got Shoffley and Cantlay as a team who should win this thing, um, every year, but they're, they're just not, um, which is sad. Uh, Siwoo Kim, Tom Kim, pretty cool team. You got the Fitzpatrick brothers. So coming off of RBC, which we're going to jump into, I think here in a second, Matt Fitzpatrick wins that he partners with his brother. Who's got his tour card or, you know, kind of pseudo tour court, uh, Alex. And I think that's kind of cool. You get to play with your brother. And then the other, the other team that I really think is kind of cool is, is Kashmir Keith Mitchell and Sun J M <laughs> and Kashmir Keith. I mean, that's just a great nickname. Um, or country club Keith, however, whatever you like to call him, right? Kashmir Keith, Kashmir Keith. It's good. It's sticking. Um, I don't think I came up with it. So I'm not taking credit for it, but Kashmir Keith, uh, sends like a, a note to Sun JM, like, will you be my partner? Check yes or no. And the guy obviously doesn't, doesn't read English. So I don't know who what read do it for happened? him. What do you mean what happened? You think like his caddy had to like interpret it for him? Maybe he can read some English. You I, I think mean, he sent him a text. No, it was like a handwritten note left oh, in his locker. It was kind of funny. Yeah. That I mean, I, who knows? It was probably played up just for, for tour, but you know, excited about this week. What do you think about the finish of the RBC last week? I mean, we had, we had playoff. Playoff golf is always good. We had $20 million on the line, $3.6 million or whatever for the winner, uh, which is just underneath the $4 million that Taylor Gooch won last night. Nobody watched. Uh, on the Live Tour, we're going to say nobody, nobody here in the United States watched. It was a huge event. I know you're a big Live guy. You, it was a folks, huge for those event. of you who don't know, Jay Mills is sending pictures and snaps to the group, the guys out here, uh, which sounds awkward in and of itself. 
but it's him with a live hat in his yard and he's just talking about doing yard work. And he, I don't think he thought anybody was going to notice that he's wearing a live hat, but he's wearing a live hat. Not today. UConn today. UConn I appreciate that. All the way. But uh, he's wearing a live, live hat. So we know he's a big live guy, um, which is fine. You can be that guy. But yes, people internationally watch the live out in Australia. I, I thought the live was great, man. I watched the two days of it because, again, I, can, I can't get into anything on Thursday right now. I'm just... With everything going on, Thursdays is one of those days where I wanted to go to the range and, and maybe walk a few holes. Just can't get there to get it done. But the event on Saturday was awesome. That was good golf. Like, I watched it. It was really cool. Um, what team won? I, I don't know the team See, that's the problem. that's what I get confused The four aces with. won. They won the championship last year. It's, it, yeah, I it's actually Taylor Gooch's former team. They got rid of him this right. offseason. So Taylor Gooch wins the tournament, but his team Gucci, doesn't win Gucci. overall. Yeah. So that's the thing I'm still getting used to. But I like watching the guys. You know, I think I think it was really cool to see them. It was a great copy Pat off Perez of, with a great three days. It's only three days though, so yeah, it doesn't really it, matter. It was it was a great copy off of the WG. I'm mean, not the WG, uh WC the waste management, whatever you call it over the WM. The WM Phoenix Open. Yeah, it was a great copy off that with the way they set it up with their so called watering hole. Is that but, what they were calling it? Water hole. I love Australia. Yeah, and man. then they had the hole in one there by Kepka's brother, and it was just it's crazy, the music, and the, the guys are playing really good golf. Some of them, yeah, uh, totally. But Some I don't want to jump into that just yet. No, no, no. Um, Let's talk about the RBC. Fitz, did Fitzpatrick win like $3.6 million? Yeah, he did. $3.6 million. Not it's bad. nuts. Not bad. I mean, that dude, he can play. I mean, your, your, your top three guys all won over a million dollars. It's tough. That didn't to- happen, ever. Well, these elevated events, right? So that's that's the deal. So we all know that it was talked about last week on the podcast that Rory didn't go, but John Rahm did go, and Rory's now giving up some pip money and blah, 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 blah. So the RBC had a unbelievable field. And for those of you who don't know, RBC, Royal Bank of Canada, they sponsor two PGA-sanctioned tour events every year. So that's why, folks, that they got the elevated event. Um, because they have the money, they have the they they have the sponsorship. So they 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 host the Canadian Open, which is right before the U.S. Open. So they don't anticipate a large field this year. That is not an elevated event. Uh, and then they have this one. So I think it was great. I think it would be kind of cool to make uh, this little Zurich Classic an elevated event. Because ah. man, I I don't know that you can do it after the after. Uh, a major championship, and and I think that that was figured out after the Masters. But then you got these guys playing again this week, the Cantleys and the Shoffleys, and and they're playing again this week. So they're just out there grinding. This is a tough schedule this year, and it it's doom and gloom for Hartford. I hate to say it, nobody's you. coming. Nobody's coming. You. These guys are gonna. I mean, some guys are gonna pull out. They just don't have a choice. I always pull out. Mm. So mm. let me ask this question real quick. I just want you to throw. Throw a name out there right now of somebody who played in the tournament that did not win. Go. What do you mean? What just tournament? Throw me, just throw me a name out that who played last week in the RBC, and I'm going to give you the amount of money they made. It's ridiculous. Oh, um, Justin Thomas, T25, $160,000. For T25, huh? Your boy. Your R- Ricky. Ricky had another top 10, I think. Another top 15. Your boy. Uh, let's see. Ricky Fowler is his name. No, I'm not even looking for him. Keegan Bradley, tied 48th, 53 Gs. Yeah, but pull up Ricky Fowler. Dude, I mean. Ricky had another top 20. He's now 52nd in the world. 
He's two spots away from that coveted top 50 in the world. I'm, he might have had a top Ricky 15. Ricky Fowler, T15. Yeah, how much? $335,000. Bank. And, dude, they tied that five way, four ways. That is insane amount of money. Dude, why would you show up at anything other than these elevated events? You don't. You don't need to. I mean, the dead like, guys who made the cut finished with 38, 39, almost, yeah, just under $40,000. That's not for bad. four for... days of work. And, and I mean, I, I just don't get it. It's awesome. You know, Shane Lowry finished second to last. He made 41000 I mean, that, that's, I mean, I'm sure these guys are like, ugh, you know, I spend more than that probably to get here. But it's like, that's, that's what people nah, in this they don't area spend that make. Much. Yeah, that's, that's just incredible. How about how you know Spieth coming down? The, I mean, he's close. He's a top ten player in the world again, right? Like oh, he's we, great. We know that he's playing very well the last twelve to eighteen months. But man, how does he just keep lipping out in the playoff? Like just putt after putt. Look at this kid, man. You make a putt, and he's lipped out more than once too. You make a putt, you win this thing here. I mean, he's back up there again with us talking about just a clutch performer. The kid can play. Well, he made that great putt on 18 to make the playoff. Uh, we just didn't see that happening. Uh, it was really good. I mean, you know, doing these podcasts retroactively, like thinking about a week and a half ago or what feels like a week and a half ago is tough. But it that was an incredible finish. Great playoff. Two top 10 players in the world. Uh, that's that's what they wanted when they set up these elevated events. I think it's exciting. Um, just a matter of time before they figure out some of these live guys and get them into some other events. Like, I yeah. think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be the other way around. You think some of these guys are going to go play on the live? I do. I Have think you've been drinking to, it's really early in the, uh, on a Sunday to be drinking. I it's think one o'clock. The guys that <clears throat> the Jason days and those guys may possibly make this move just because if the notoriety catches on, like it did this week. Now, again, the tournament this week was a little different. It was an area that I think was really looking forward to this event. They boosted it up big time. But when they go to Chicago and they go to New York and other places here in the U.S., is it going to draw the crowd that they need? Now, all of a sudden, you're going to get the television coverage. So, On CW? Yeah. And that's just the beginning. So CW now starts covering it. The thing is, it's going to be weird with time here because the time difference and the different countries they're going to and stuff like that. I get it. So it'll probably be delayed. I don't think it'll be live at two o'clock in the morning in, you know, Singapore, but you know, it might hmm. be, it might be, then we'll just watch the delay. Yeah. Break. But I think if they can hype that up and they can show that you're going to make a ton of money and you're still able to play in the majors, PGA tour is going to be in trouble. And these guys are going to play a limited schedule three days. And, and what looks like to be a really fun group pairing, everybody seems to be happy out there, it, you know, and it seems like they're enjoying themselves. I think they're going to start pulling other guys away. And I think some of the older guys who still have Ricky Fowler's or your guys, you know, and like Jason Day, I mean, come on. You know, you could be home with your family a lot more and you're making a ton of money and you don't have to win. Yeah. I, so, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to be said for international golf. So there's 345, 350 million people, maybe let, maybe a little bit more, give or take in the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's 8 billion people on earth. So guess what? We're, we're not the center of the universe. Okay. Like we think we are. No, we're not. Um, you know, you think about soccer in the U S right. Versus football across the world. Um, the, the highest paid athletes in the world are soccer players, football players. You want right? to hear something crazy? What? 
So the top five all-time Nike guys to being paid. Okay. It's Jordan. Four and five, Tiger and Rory. I don't, I'm not going to say this exactly, but three, LeBron, two, Ronaldo. Yeah. And one, Jordan's numbers are unbelievable. He's Ronaldo the greatest got, of all time. Ronaldo got close to a billion for his career lifetime. LeBron got close to a billion. Tiger and Roy got over 200 million. Michael gets $250 million a year. That's that. That's just his baseline. That depends on how much the Jordan brand so sells. He gets like 5% off of... The Jordan brand, it's in terms nuts. of basketball, makes up 80% of all basketball shoes sold. It's crazy, dude. I mean, it's not even close. And, you know, I mean... We don't need to get into all that argument. I mean, we, we know enough people. We argue with people. Uh, but, but, they they but, took a, a recent NBA poll of current NBA players, current players, guys in the league, of who the greatest player of all time is, and by a landslide, it was Michael Jordan. So that's but, uh, current guys in the league who are much younger than this other guy that everybody wants to call the GOAT. Where this is not a basketball podcast. But I'm only saying that because a comment you made where – there's no football player. There's no baseball player in that no, top five. No, not even close. Because, like you said, soccer is so big. And I bet you Ronaldo's contract would have been a lot bigger, you know, because they gave it to him in, like, 2004. Messi, Messi's in the process of signing a contract to make $400 million a year. Yeah, and he's, like, 40 years old. So, I mean, a- anyways, the point is this. Internationally, there's a ton of money, okay? The world's richest man is not an American. We know that, okay? Um I mean, it's there's just a ton of money internationally. Uh, and I think that a lot of the guys that went, you know, the, the European tour used to be a fun tour with a lot. We just never had money and it ceased to exist, becomes DP World Tour. Horrible name. But, you know, I do. I do. I believe that there's a chance for this tour to survive. But uh, they need to continue to get young and young international players. And then it'll oh, be interesting. Cam Smith put a show on this week. Did he? What'd he do? Oh, the crowd. He, he it was just, win. they were, it was just, it was just, I was hyped up, dude. I mean, and I'm, I, I'm You're starting a big to like Cam it. Smith fan. I don't, I don't know the teams. I don't know much about the teams. I know the guys who are on them, but like, if you told me who's on the crushers or who's on, you know, smash, I, I get that part. That'll change a little. I mean, that's very European when it comes to the clubs and the soccer mm. clubs and all that kind mm. of stuff with the GCs and all that. But like, I'm going to watch it. And if I can watch it, on my television, I can record and save it. You know, I do watch it on YouTube and stuff later, but it's not the same. I, I, I will become a fan. I like the team event stuff. I think it's different, and it's something the PGA Tour needs, the music, the, the crowd. I don't know if it'll go well up here in the United States. We're still stuck in the old school ways, you know, but we'll see what yeah. happens. I mean. Yeah, it, it doesn't play with the country club crew. So no. that's the downside, but I honestly think golf is too much of an elitist sport. Too many guys wearing blue blazers and their khaki cashmere. pants. I mean, yeah, that's not a not a shot at Cashmere Keith because he's got that cool vibe. But you know, Charleston, these South Carolina. I mean, just that whole that New Jersey, like New England, Boston, New England. We have Philly. it right down the road from here. I know, man. It's just we live it. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't it's know not, what it turns. They don't into. want the Valley Who. They want the camaraderie. They want the fellowship. But they don't want the Valley Who nonsense that we bring to the course. Oh, wow. You, so You I don't speak know. about that right there, okay? We've talked about swag, I think, last week or week before. Last you know, week, episode eight. It's, it's very ep- cool to see these guys 
in shorts and it just it's just you're you're an athlete i get the part the pants to be professional and all that but it just i don't know it's just something about it that draws me in i like the uniform thing i think it's kind of cool um you know what else is really cool are the caddies yeah. The jerseys on the caddies, the vests are swagged out, dude. It looks cool. It's very cool. It's got to grow me. Remember, I was a hater. I thought this was a huge problem. I thought this was crazy. But now that it's starting to get a little bit more mainstream and we're seeing it, I don't think it's going anywhere. Who's the next guy they go get? Who's the next young kid do they snag? Do they get Victor Hovland? He, he didn't go. And I mean, do they get those rumored. guys if they say, hey, Hovlin and Cantley were big time rumors. And neither one of them happened. Nobody cares about the PGA Championship. I think that here's the here's what's going to happen, and and we've talked about it before. And I don't know why we're going down this road. This isn't even in the notes. Um, guys were it's afraid. Exciting. I think guys were afraid of leaving because they wouldn't be able to play in the majors. Yep. But the fact that these guys are able to get all this money and still show up four times a year, three times a year, right, and play in the majors. People are, I mean, if I was a guy who stayed and I passed up $200 million, if I was Will Zalatoris and I passed up $160 million and now I got a back injury, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm an idiot. And I mean, I don't, he's got to have, he's never going to earn $160 million on the PGA tour. Mm-mm. It's just not going to happen. So he can make it off the field. He can make it off the course. That's possible. But to pass up that kind of money, uh, you could argue where the money comes from, all that stuff, moral issues, but that is that is generational wealth so, that you passed up. Let me just ask you this, okay? You're a guy playing on the PGA Tour. Next week, all right, next week you're going to go to Singapore. Then you're off for a couple weeks. Then you go to Tulsa. Who's going to couple- Singapore? What's that? Who's going to Singapore? To live. Oh, you just said I was a guy on the PGA Tour. Yes, and you, this is what I'm saying. You're a guy on the PGA Tour. Your buddy across from you is playing in the lift. He's going to go to Singapore for three days. Then he's back home until the probably the 10th or so of May. Then he goes to Tulsa, nice area. Then he's off for another couple of weeks. Then he hits D.C. And then they, they bounce around a little bit, Valderrama. And then they head over to London. They come back for the Greenbrier. They go to Chicago, Miami. Oh, don't call it the Greenbrier. You know, so I mean, it's just, it's just kind of nice, dude. You're not playing; you're playing twice a month. I think though, but here's the thing: don't you want to play? I don't think it matters. Look who showed up in the majors: Phil Mickelson, T two tied. Did no second place. The dude stunk this week. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. He's got his money. Yeah, I know, man. It's just crazy, isn't it? Crazy though. I mean, this discussion's not going to end if. The fourth major is the PGA, and the PGA says, no, these guys don't care. They don't care as long yeah, as you they, can let they them don't. play. And the ones you talked about, the U.S. Open, the British, and the Masters. So here, let's let's shift gears a little bit because we could talk about live all day long. Um, this is not a pro or anti-live podcast. But uh, how about Tiger? How about Tiger? What color hat do you want? Navy? I, got no, I like navy hats. I like white. The white with the black would be nice. I'll tell you, that's nice. I like white hats. I wear a lot of white hats. Um. Anyways, let's Tiger focus. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. So I. Is he going to live? No, no, no. no. Oh, he's, he's, he's trying, trying to live. Health. Oh, he's We're, trying to live. No, he's living. He's living. Um, living his best life. So here, here's. I, I'm not a doctor. Never even played one on TV. Um, hmm. but I and I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn last night. But oh boy, I, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. But listen, I listened to a lot of shows this week talking about Tiger. Actually, it might have been last week. 
when the news came out about the surgery. And basically, and I don't know if you did the research on this, but it sounds like this surgery is to alleviate pain, okay? It's going to, it's the Taylor bone, okay? And that's the bottom of the heel. And what this is going to do is not stabilize his ankle, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt lateral movement side to side, which is not necessary in the right heel as much for the swing. And if it was the left side, they said he'd have been in trouble. He would have probably never played golf again. But on the right side, he could probably overcome it. And it sounds like once you do this surgery, because you're fusing the Taylor bone to the, the other bone, you're eliminating all that arthritis pain. And that is what's been causing him so much problems. So it's very similar to having the, the, the plantar fasciitis, right? Similar area. You've got it. I know you struggle with it. It's where that pain is. I've had it in my life uh, for a short period of time. Um, the, the best athlete, one of the best athletes that has ever done it, Deion Sanders, struggled week after week after week. We called it turf toe back then. Wasn't that, right? Like he has specially made shoes by Nike now that he's wearing right now just because of how beat up his feet are. But anyways, Tiger's surgery, um, it sounds like in six to eight months, he's going to be in a much better place than he was before the surgery. So it gives a little bit of hope that by the Masters, and, and we all know Tiger, by uh, his event in December, he might show up. Probably won't play his event. He'll be there. I think he plays in the father-son because he's going to be in a cart. But they're basically saying by the Masters, he should be better than he was two years ago. So is he done for the rest of the year? Oh, he's 100% done for the rest of this year, sadly. Like I said, maybe we see a, a brief return in December in a cart, but you will not see him play on tour the rest of this year. It's sad, but it's what happened. Listen. He's 47, too. I played yesterday with the plantar. Oh. Tell, tell us about it. First of all, there's nothing you can do. You, you can wear the brace like I have. You can go get the shots. You can do the therapy, and it's it's a nightmare. Um, the pain is real. It's in the foot. Like Friday the 13th. It, it just, it's just, it's hard to walk. Um, I'm, I like walking better than riding because when I do ride, you get out. You're trying to mm-hmm. kind of reactivate the foot again, as I would say, to get it moving. But um, it's painful. I mean, my knee swelled up yesterday. I'm not in the greatest shape, but still to have my Mentally, knee swell like it physically. did because I'm limping on the leg and I can't turn properly. It stinks. It's, it's a nightmare. And for to see Tiger go out and play in the Masters, you know, I was like, wow, he's really on, on Saturday. It was awful to watch, but I can't imagine what he's going through. Uh, so, yeah, it affects my game for sure. But um, I stink. So, you know, I don't have ah. a chance to play anything or I can't. I'm not practicing right now and I'm, I'm not really disappointed in my round yesterday Ooh, i think i can i have to work on my driver but also i'm playing the white tees i'm moving it forward i'm playing the white tees because play your own tees play your own yard play your own tee play swing your own swing and and that's just it and you know some of the guys yesterday there was a couple of tees where i was probably a good 10 to 15 yards ahead of them which you know so be it it's, it's playing what with it short is. guys huh what's that are you saying you were you started ten or fifteen yards yeah, ahead of them? Yeah, tee boxes oh, okay, are ten okay, or fifteen okay, yards okay. ahead of them. So, um, and I didn't mind it. I mean, it was actually it's a little bit more enjoyable for me because they don't have to have a long iron in. But when you're not hitting the driver well, it doesn't matter where you play from. So, so 
talk, t- so tell us, you know, we don't have to talk about yesterday's run that much, but we, we, Sunday last week, we did the podcast last Saturday. Yes. So last Sunday you were talking about playing. It was your first round of yep. the year since posting season open, also mm-hmm. known as since the greens open. How was that? How was, how was the course? What'd you think? So I thought the course last week was in better condition than it was this week. Um, I thought oh. we played very well last week. Um, mm. It was a good round. We are, again, undefeated. So we played. And when you're saying we, you mean us. Yes. Because we played. Because yes, I tools. showed up. Yeah, the yeah. tools. We were undefeated. Um, I thought I you know, hit the ball okay at times. Got up to a really hard start with the first three holes, but that's normal. But I mean, I, I think the course was in better shape than it was this weekend. Not sure why. Saturday, yesterday, the greens were awful. Uh, the ball just won't, it wouldn't travel to the hole. Like, you had to absolutely pound it. And we know they're going to punch this week, so we're thinking that's maybe they just they just. Well, I'm sure they didn't cut going into it yet. No, they're not going to cut. Fairways looked okay, but the greens sucked. And um, I'm okay to say that because I, I know where we're going to come in the next couple of weeks. I tend to feel that our season up here in New England doesn't start until May 15th and after. We've got days where... We got. I can't imagine what it looks like right now. I bet you that place is just swamped in areas because it just got pounded for with the rain. Um, but yeah, I mean, last week I think we played very well. I'm I'm happy with my round last week. Yesterday, uh, not so much because you shot the I same number, recover. didn't you? What's that? You shot the same number. No? Yeah, I know, but I can recover. Um, when I'm not hitting the driver well because my short game's okay. Yesterday was like it. It was that you had to scramble. Corey yesterday, Corey Buckets, as I like to call him. He's got the, a nickname now. The huh? kid the kid came out firing. He can play. Um, and he shot, I believe, five over, and it should have been even or better. He just he couldn't get the ball to the hole. Um, and he I mean, let me let me let me back up for a second. We're we're, we're walking down. Is that your rewind? Yep. Just, okay, just checking. We're we're walking down one of the holes, and it's early in the round. And the kid is either even or maybe plus one. And dude, he's got the biggest man crush on you in the world. Yeah. All he talked I have about that was, effect on the Nevins. All he talked about was how he wants to be like you and blah blah blah. We finished the round. The kid's plus five. He should have been like I said, either even or right around two. Over. He can play. Um, but I'll tell you, if there was no bounce in the fairways yesterday at all, so you're not getting yeah. any roll. And he played from the blues. And he's gonna he hit some really good second shots in the greens and stuff like that that held and they're soft right now. And I was trying to explain to these guys, hey, we talked to the superintendent a couple of times. Um, and then he said it again to me when I saw him on Saturday. He said, Hey, listen, I'm still shaving the bank and I'm shaving the bank on uh 12. Is it 12? 11. He goes, I'm shaving the bank on the front of 11 and I'm shaving the bank on 18. He goes, So if you come up short, it's not gonna hold anymore. And I'll am a short there if I hit the green. Like, I it's just one of those that's psychological. So the group I played with, sweet guys. Uh, you know Will, very nice guy. Mm-hmm, Had a good mm-hmm. time out there with Will. Uh, and I think the other kid's name was Matt. Yeah. And he is scary long. Cool. Like, it's exciting. exciting. I was up there like, Love you know it. how you get up there and you just don't know someone and you're like, wow, this kid can. And, he, and he's just, you know, second shots aren't as good as what I think he wants to be. But again, it's second week I've gotten out to play. Yeah. If I was at the public course right now, I looked at it today. We would have started in March around St. Patty's Day, and I probably already have had six rounds in, easily eight. 
Yeah, but this you not having rounds in has very little to do with where you're at as far as a court. No. Other than maybe travel time. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. My thing is right now I'm just super busy and I'm not upset about it because I know what to yeah. expect. Um and guys got a little nervous. They're like, hey, the greens, they're gonna punch next week. Oh, we're gonna be closed for four days. Hello. It's a private course. Yeah, that doesn't it, bother me. It's it's not it's not operated by the town saying, the Hey, you can only close for half a day or for a day. You gotta be open the next day. Yeah. So you got the guys out there who hire somebody in to come punch and they don't give two shits because they need to get out of there by eight o'clock because they want to be done for the day. Yeah. So I think we're going to be fine. The greens are going to come in nicely. He's going to sand the hell out of them this, this week afterwards. So, but they're just slow, you know, and, uh, and if you know, Fox operate, you know, when you get to the hole, if the ball is real slow, it's going to push it right and left. So, yeah, I mean, so last week, I mean, it was, it was a good round. We played all right. I don't know. I mean, played okay. Could have been better. Could have been worse. Um, but we we beat the guys we're playing against now. You know, I mean, I, I think when I watch Mr. Corey's game out there, him playing from the Blues. Means, He's going to have such a hard on by us mentioning him this week. Yeah, I know. Him playing from the Blues means he has to hit a perfect second shot. And that's the only thing about his game out there. He's a better player than me, I think. Um, but... I, He's consistent. He's more consistent. He's consistent. He doesn't miss Um, fairways. But you know, if you don't miss fairways and you hit it two forty five, or if you just miss the fairway and you hit it two eighty five, I mean, I'm hitting four clubs less than you into the green, so it really don't freaking matter. Um, So I I think he'll be okay out there, but I do think the Blues means he's going to have his really really good rounds. But you know, I, I I watch if he's hitting three wood from a fairway to get after the green. And somebody else is hitting five iron. Who's got the advantage? You know, I don't know. He's he, he's well, a hell he's of a player. A different, he's got a different. He's game like LPGA though. tour. He That's what he is high. out there. He hits it. He hits everything high like I do. So his three wood goes high, comes down soft. He should have. He should have had a double eagle on. Oh five. boy, come on! Just because he hit the pin doesn't mean it should have been a double. Nah, eagle. dude, it was it was a dribbler. Like he hit it up there. Oh, it was a dribbler. It, okay. He hit it up there to the front. It dribbled up. Hit the pin. And it, it was going to stop either way, and then he made the three footer. So I mean, you know, he 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 can play, he can putt well. Um, he's gonna. <clears throat> here's the thing, though. I feel as if the course right now is giving guys a false. Oh, it's a hundred. I I, I I don't think the guys are really understanding what this course is going to be, and you're unless I, like I said to them, hey, this is the superintendent's vision. And I took a book, I took a page from your book by saying he's visioning something that wasn't originally the vision yeah. and he's changing things. The, on a couple of the par threes, the wind now, it, it, there, there's so much wind swirling because of all the trees they took out. Swirling. I know this sounds crazy, but you, you've, you've got to play this course 10, 15 years ago when they originally opened it to now to see the changes they made. The trees are gone. The balls are holding right now. They're not going to hold. Yeah, I think, They're not I think hold. there's a false sense of hope for there, a lot of guys. There is, so, man. And listen, the bunkers right now are considered unplayable, is what guys are saying. They're nicer than the majority of the bunkers in the state. And guys oh. are like, oh, there's rocks in the bubble. We're taking them out. Okay, when this guy's done and you hit your ball into the bunker, you're not going to get – it's going to be a risk-reward for you to go after where you want to go. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's this false sense of hope because, I mean, I've been out there a few times, right? So I've I've had some pretty good rounds. I think so, last Sunday, I think I shot seventy five or seventy six. So mm-hmm. You're um, right there, yeah. And I shot the two days before that, I shot seventy two. So uh, don't worry about my scores, is what your notes say. But we'll talk about that. But point is this: 
I know that that score, when the place is truly open in middle of May and then into June, those scores don't happen. And I know that some of these guys, I don't think they realize that. I think they're going, man, this course really is easy. And and it's not a hard course. It just it's not a hard course. But you got to hit some shots. And right now, the quality of shot required for you to hit is not what it's going to be in about you're, two months. I feel as if you're playing a blue tee that is extremely moved up right now. And as well as like the white, the white tees are stupid right now, dude. They're dumb. They're so pushed for. I'm in heaven out there. Like I'm loving it. But yeah, I mean, we posted that video, man. You're 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 like oh my god, seventy yards up dude, on it, fifteen. It, it's nuts, dude, on some of the holes out there. But like, yeah, yeah. so anyways, I just don't think the guys. I remember last year is why we made the move was because we saw how good the greens could be, and we were talking what Octoberish. Yeah. So I think we're gonna have to get through the month of August in. I mean, excuse me, the month of uh, May and June to get them there. And then as that place starts to heat up, and if you're and if the superintendent already knows, hey, nah, we're gonna shave some places back. And and there's and it's he's already said it to enough people that there was grippling, grippling, grumbling, whatever you want to call it, grumbling on the practice tee. About yeah, I'll it, tell those guys. Where too. a few got the group Play that better. played ahead of us. And shout outs to the group ahead of us, dude. They were slow as hell yesterday. And we still played in under just around four hours and five minutes. And they were slow. Um, they played that wolf game, and that wolf yeah. game is just that's just crazy. You got guys out there who got to play fifteen to twenty. But well, anyways, so they were they they were talking about just some of the things that the superintendent's doing, and you know, taking away, um, what is it, fifteen, fourteen, the par five there? I'm not sure. Fifteen, fifteen. They've already started filling that bunker in. It's gone. Um, well, he started putting sod on it. Yeah, it's already. I saw sod today. I'm sure he put it yesterday, the day before. Yeah, sod on on the on the. Potential nude tea box for one and two. Yeah, they started moving that. Or one and ten. Yeah, so looks like a tea box. No, it's it's. I think it might be, and it and it, that's backs it up there. But so the guys were just saying yesterday. Well, you know, they took the bunker away, and you know, I'm just gonna hit it up in there. Okay, well, when you hit a ball and you miss hit it, and it's going off of a three wood or something like that, it hits the sand, it plugs and stays right. It usually plugs and checks. Now Correct. you hit up there, and it's going to bounce on top of that hill and roll over, or it's going to get matted down. And now you're trying to hit one from the top of that hill down to a green that slopes. Good luck. Yeah, getting out of a bunker from there is a lot easier than getting yeah. out of the grass. Hell yeah. The ball's coming out soft. It's flying up, so you're hitting it on the uptake. So, yeah, I mean, overall, the greens will be better. It's going to be nice. So I'm excited. I was glad to get – I was really, really hoping to play today to really get to test the foot and leg out and oh, see really? what it's like. And also, Corey walked with me yesterday, and he was about a time. Little, he needs he needs to walk. Yeah, he was a little winded and gassed at the end, but he held on. He held on. I, hey, listen, for the first time I can say there, and I know it sounds crazy, I parred all the par threes. So very proud Ooh. of my event there. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, I hit. I hit tough par threes. Yeah, I hit a really good shot um, onto the par threes, but just couldn't get the ball to the hole. I had no birdie looks yesterday at all. Not a single one. Nothing. So, like, you know, within, I consider a birdie look within 10 to 12 feet. You know what I mean? Yeah, 12 For, feet, yeah, 12 foot flat. I had nothing. I was, they just, the ball just held. So, um, not a lot of traffic yesterday. Very quiet day on the course. It's the two groups in front the of us. The weather sucked. I mean, I, I so we had, we had, I had Little League opening day, for cold. those of you who don't know, right? Like, I'm on the board, so it's committed to that. I would have played. And, um, you know, so there, there we were all day sitting outside until I had to go to work work and it was cold and it was windy. 
windy. And I left my house yesterday morning. I lived 20 minutes from the course, and it was just cold. I mean, and my house wasn't that bad. You know, as I'm leaving, my wife said, hey, you better grab a jacket. I'm glad I did because it's cold up here. I don't know what it is. Is the elevation, is it that much higher big up than we are? Big shout out to Jennifer. What was that? It's a big shout out to Jennifer. Make sure you get a That's jacket. Right. She hooks me up. That's my girl. So, um, you know, I don't know if it's that elevation up there, but it doesn't change. Whether you get into the height, down bottom, it's, it's it's nothing. So, um, what's your take on guys stopping at the turn for food? Yeah, so, yeah, that's a good question. So, I think if everybody stops, then if you're slightly behind, everybody stays at the same pace slightly behind, right? So, I, I don't know. like, So, the group in front of you is already slow for the day. Yeah, but you said you played in 4.15, so yeah, yeah, how slow talking, were they? Okay, let me back up, all right? Let me let me explain our day to you. We go out. We get off the tee. Smooth. Very smooth there yesterday. Smooth. We get off. We move along. All of a sudden, we look back. We have a single in between us and a force him back on the box. Mm-hmm. You, they're like, can we let her play through? No. She ain't going anywhere. She's not. Oh, I know she, who the single was. She's not. Yeah. She's, I looked at the tee sheet. Yeah. She, she would beat the. I said this last week. She'll beat the brakes off you. Yeah, she wasn't. She's going one anywhere. of the best amateurs the state's ever known as a female. She, She'd she, destroy you. She couldn't. She couldn't go anywhere. So, you know, she just kind of was out there and hanging out yeah, by herself. Tough. And they're like, "You sure we should let her go?" I'm like, "No." Like you don't understand. It's it's a bad move by the club for letting her, you know, slide in there. Well, I mean, but there was nobody on the tee sheet yesterday. It was wide open all day. Yeah. So singles and twosomes have zero rights to the golf course, right? So what I mean by that is. You don't get to play through a foursome. No, you can't. It just doesn't work that way because it's just going to mess everything up. But I've gone out as a single. You've gone out as a single. And I go out and I go, you know what? I'm going to play two balls. No big deal. I'm yep, going to take my time. Down. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to take a nap halfway through the hole. Whatever. And it is what it is. But if you're the foursome in front of them and you're looking back, you're like, oh, they got to go. They, they should go. I just let it. They yeah, know. You can't. They you, know. You can't. And that's the thing. So she got back there. She got stuck in the middle. Shout outs to her. I mean, she played up to about 14 holes and she said, this is it. Um, I played nobody with her in front of us. If the group in front of us wasn't there, we probably would have finished in like three and a half. We were, we were, Yeah. it was one of those days. So anyway, I, so you, you get to your turn. Okay. You're coming down, you know, you, you can smell the dogs and burgers and you know, can you, can you stop and order food? Yeah. You're at a private club. Yeah. You know what? You gotta, you gotta, Why don't you call sorry. Me? Well, Why don't you call I, in on 7 and 8 and say, hey, I'm coming through. It's going to be about 15, 20 minutes. So were they in carts yesterday, the guys in front of you? Guys ahead of us were had three carts, one walker. All right, so they should have called in. So if I'm walking, I'm not thinking about calling ahead. Yeah. And what I mean by that is when you get, if you're in a cart, you get to 7, and I think it says call, call ahead in. for your food right on the GPS. So, so then that's the reminder. But, yeah, I think that they, they could do a better job of making it. Uh, known to, hey, call ahead. But I think guys have a right to grab. I mean, listen, if if I'm out there, I don't know what time you teed off yesterday, 937 or something like yeah. that? Yeah. So if I tee off at we 937. Made, we made the turn by 12, 12.05. Yeah, so if I'm making, if if I'm out there on a Saturday or a Sunday and I'm entertaining some people, okay, and we're making the turn and we're right on time or close to on time, within a few minutes, I'm not going to sacrifice the experience of grabbing a dog at the halfway house, grabbing a beer, whatever. I'm not going to sacrifice that because I'm afraid that I'm potentially a few minutes behind. We're going to get it. I don't care. And I know that might offend. And I'm going to stop it. I'm going to take a piss. And I'm going to read the newspaper. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do as long as it's reasonable. 
So, um, so that's just me. I agree with that. Now, expectations at the halfway house for food should be ready to go, in my opinion. You should have crabable things, hot dog, yeah, maybe a couple cheeseburgers wrapped to go, you know, warm, sitting there under the light, whatever, because unfortunately, that's not the situation sometimes. And it's like now that five and a half minute stop turns into 10, 12. Now it's yeah, where that's I get a long. little bit that's too annoyed. Long. Um, you know, but I think as the season goes on, they're going to get a grip of that, you know, and I think they'll figure it out a little bit. I think right now their expectations from day to day, they're not sure who's going to show up, who's going to play. So do we, we put a dozen dogs on there? Do we not? Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I agree. And I don't think you should be worried about offending people behind you. If you're a single, I think you know what you're getting into. I think on a Saturday morning, come totally. on, come on, you know, yeah, and, I mean, and as a single, you could bounce too. You could say, okay, there's an opening on hole four. Let me scoot across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but. Oh, I don't blame you. So, so talk about this. I mean, you got here. Don't worry about my scores. I'll post it if I want. Don't worry about my scores. So, I mean, we, don't, we're, don't we're quite a ways into this. Don't reach out to me about what I'm what I'm doing in my golf game. It has what's no, that all about? It has nothing to you. There are guys out there who there's are a guy hunting down a the guy. croc hunter hunting down crocodile he, hunter. He came to me on the first tee yesterday. No, he did not. Hand to God. And said, hey, I've reached out to Ron. Not sure if he got you a gin yet. And I said, I don't care. But thank you. I don't care. What 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 do you need to see my numbers for? It's the second time I played 18 this year. Love it. Uh what that are you guy's, obsessed with? I'm a 12 and a half handicap. That guy's obsessed with you. Um what did I do? He said the same thing to Nevins. Uh he's he's he has been the subject of him is something that has existed for multiple years at multiple clubs. Don't multiple worry clubs. about my score. Um, if you're on the handicap committee, to uh, okay, whatever. So maybe you've got to be aware of this, that you have people who are not posting. Currently, nobody's playing in any club events because there hasn't been any club events except for today, which got canceled, I'm sure, because of the rain. So why does it matter? Yeah, like, like why do you care? It's April. We just started. You don't think that I'm not going to sit there and say, hey, when Justin and I play in the member member, I want to make sure I don't have a, a handicap posted so I get a zero. <laughs> I'm like, you think I'm exactly. stupid? Like, I, I don't think he understands. And it's, I will have scores. We'll, we'll go out on Wednesdays and we'll play and we'll put some scores in there and stuff like that. I get it. But don't worry uh, about it. I mean, to, just... to, to reach out to us on social media, to reach out to me via text, to call, to see me on the tee, it's like, dude, get over it, bro. Yeah, scores are the scores. I'm done posting scores for the year. So. And and his thing is, is well, I'm seeing guys playing. I'm, I'm seeing all these guys shooting low. Where's your scores? My scores are Arnold posted. Arnold got him yesterday. Oh, no. Yep. John was out there playing. Arnold put, Arnold wrote right underneath his comments. Please post your score. <laughs> My boy, hey. Shout yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, but I don't yeah, know. You know, I, I don't care. I mean, I'm out there right now. We talk about it in the past. I have fun. This is a whole different, you know, right now. I'm not going to get worried and frustrated on how I shoot. So because it changes day to day. We don't Enjoy. get time to practice. And now I'm at a club where I can go and play nine holes. We can go hang out. We can have dinner. We can do this and this, chip and putt. So I'm not worried about it. And I don't, I'm not playing in a men's league that is so serious out there. Yeah, that's not fun. I'll tell you. Um, so this week I played Sunday. That was it. Didn't get a chance to play the rest of the week. I spent all day Thursday. What day was it? Thursday. How was Timberland? Uh, I spent all day on the range at Timberland. So, yeah, I got that in my notes. I mean, so I've, I mean... Timberland has a long history of great amateur players. So 
Uh, first name that comes to mind might be a Kyle Gallo, who has won pretty much everything as an amateur, then became a professional. So he's he's a hell of a player. And then you look at the junior club champions and you see the Paladino boys, both of them on there. And, and we all know what they have become, world beaters or, you know, pretty much. I mean, just incredible players. So they've got some guys. I'm on the range and I see a kid. I'm telling you, man, Jay Mills, you should have seen this hat this kid was wearing. It was Masters Green. Ooh. Said Masters right on it. Said Masters 2023 on the side, white rope. Dope hat. And I'm like, oh, I know who you are. And the, ki- the kid's eight, nine years old. I go, I know who you are. That's the kid that played to represent Connecticut. He was the kid at the drive, chip, and putt. So yeah. he plays out of there. So him and his brother, his brother is a little older than him. And I'm going to tell you right now, this kid's maybe 12, less than 12. It's 260 off the tee. I mean, just an un, and, and has that move that makes me worry about his back, like Will Zalatoris, like just unbelievable underneath it, through it. But um, I was there, got to meet, you know, Coach Mark, as he's known on Instagram. The dude's got like 14,000 followers or 13,000 followers, whatever he is, the, the head PGA professional there, Mark Bayram. Uh, he happens to be a Callaway staffer. Uh, so super, super nice guy invited me out to come out and enjoy the, enjoy the course, right? Very public course, but a cool track nonetheless. And, um, I don't he remember is, Timberland that well. Well, we'll have to go play it, but short. Mm, I don't know if it's that short, maybe 6,000 yards, 6,200 yards. I don't wait, know. The weight, the weight, the weight, the weight. I don't play the weights. So anyways, long story short, this guy's got an unbelievable junior program. So that, that was my takeaway. So there was two takeaways at the first first official fitting day of the year outside. It was his junior program because he was given lesson after lesson after lesson to junior kids while I'm on the range. And I'm just like, man, the future's bright here in Berlin, Connecticut. And then the, the girls' high school golf team came out, and those girls were striping it on the range. And I'm going, wow, these girls can play too. Uh, I think they won their match that day. And then the the other takeaway was brand loyalty. One guy shows up, he's got his full staff bag with his name embroidered on it. He just loves our brand. Also, I'm on the range. This is this is kind of crazy. For those of you who've been around Connecticut long enough, Connecticut amateur or Connecticut open champion, Kevin Giancola, like he's won everything, PGA professional, right? His son is the assistant at Timberland. Wow. Gino. And I'm standing on the range, and I don't know who it is. Stand on the range, and I look at uh, the guy I'm working with, and I go, man, that dude ships it, huh? I mean, he is crushing the ball off the tee. I'm talking 330. I mean, just smoking it. He goes, yeah, that's Gino Giancola. And I go, uh, is that Kev? He goes, yeah, Kevin's son. I said, oh. I mean, just smoking it off the tee. So a lot of cool stuff happened at this public course, Muni, right? What? It just was an awesome vibe. Um, fitted a guy for some club. I fitted a lot of guys for clubs, but – um, took one guy who just couldn't hit the ball, just couldn't hit it. Went, he was trying to buy a three wood and a four hybrid, scrap both of those, put them in a four in a, in a five wood and a seven wood. Cause he could Slam actually on. hit it in the air. Another guy we put into a brand new big birth or 23 irons. I'll tell you what they launched on Friday reorder. Um, and we were able to go back on Friday with them and show him them. And oh my goodness. The dude, dude's just spending money because so, he can. Good stuff. You're talking about Berlin, 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 right? Berlin, Berlin. Whatever you call it here, and I pop up their page. Shout outs to them. First thing I see is 2023 Timberland Berlin 
proud juniors golf camp. I mean, they're, they, that's, they that's, killed dude, it. He, this guy is working, bro, April, June, July, July, August, to grow the game, and it's very reasonable. $150 for three days. The dude is killing it. I mean. Look at his Instagram, Mark Bayram, Coach Mark. I followed him you, for years. What do you get out of this? You learn the basics of the game. Um, Oplamai, I mean, look at this. These kids are having a blast. He's got some cartoons out there. He's got some characters out there dressed up. Just kind of getting kids involved. You get instruction from the U.S. Children's Golf Certified Coaches. Shout outs to them, man. And I know I know other local pros do that around here too, but for you to come out and say, hey, their junior program looks top notch, or they got a kid representing down in the Masters, their girls' club, their girls' high school team comes out. Just having a girls' high school team is huge in this area. Huge. You know what's awesome about that place? And 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 I don't care what anybody tells you. $1,125 a year. That's nuts. For, a, for an adult unlimited resident membership. So these public munis, okay, with no driving range. He's got a driving range with no driving range. With nobody with the program like that charging twenty two to 2500 bucks are absolutely ridiculous. Um, what they're doing now, are, are the conditions were perfect. They were fine. I'm telling you, the greens look good. I put it on the green. For 1100 bucks, they, shoot, I don't care what they look like. Junior, junior, 340 bucks. I mean, are you serious? Like, that's just crazy this to me. This guy's got an all-star. He's got, like, a future stars academy it ages from 5 to 11, from 10 to 15. I mean, that's what it's all about. It was, and I sent him an email at the end of the day, right, or the next morning, or the, the end of the night, I sent him an email, and I just said, man, my biggest takeaway was how much you're giving back to the community. Like awesome. the, the, the youth program was unbelievable. Yeah. The, the guys that we were, we were fitting, uh, you know, they're your, just your typical, you know, soul of the earth kind of guys, great guys. But that, that junior program, man, good for I'm them. I'm telling you. Awesome. Good so. for them. I mean, first of all, shout outs for $1,100 a year. I just spent that last month in, dues and food so i'm saying man. i mean and and, uh, and i don't know i'm gonna take your word for it because you're pretty on it if the course was in good condition in april i can only imagine it getting better throughout the year but that's yeah, what it's I, all about man i mean i mean the munis in town here oh. in this area are well over two thousand. yeah there's no ranges that's that's what i'm saying man it's crazy. So, you know, he's one he's one teacher of the year. I mean, he's won all the awards. Do they, do they got to compete up there? Who are they competing against? Stanley? I you don't know? think they're and that again, far. And again, Stanley, you're getting, you're, Stanley's a good little course. Stanley's great. You know, you got three little courses there, three little nine-holers. They put in a beautiful practice facility. You know what we should do? We what? should do a public shout-out once once every couple of weeks. Well, I'll shout out whoever you want. Just, just a public shout out. First of all, though, but here's the, we got to come up with some kind of curriculum and stuff like that. Like, you curriculum. get you get to go to these places, you get to observe them. I'm sure you're not going to get to go to many oh, me? public courses to do. That's the last public fittings. course I have. Okay, of so the this year. is perfect. Then, so maybe we should just do like a random draw out of a hat and just go try to. Well, not that we'll ever get to play it, but if we could at least go and well, maybe play. Go where? Nice to play it. And then talk well, I'll about play it. anywhere. You Once a travel, month, we'll we should go. do this. Once a month. You know, we should start. We'll, and we should we'll get start away with from, Black Birch. No, no. We should get away from. Shout outs. If this thing ever takes off, we may buy Black Birch or whatever it's called. You know, my local high school team plays there. And that's um, just an interesting. I got a kid in the neighborhood. Christopher, big shout out. He probably doesn't listen. Um, 
he plays high school golf now, and he's obsessed. Every time I drive by his house, he's outside hitting ball. And I, I, I probably should have him come down to the lab because he probably his mind would be blown. I think bring him freak, to the lab. He'd freak out. I don't think he understands what. what I mean, takes let his place. parents know first. Maybe bring his dad or mom with him before you bring him to the. His lab. dad's Emma's softball coach, so Perfect. it's. I mean, we, we we get along very well. It's a great family, but, but. But if we could, if we could just do that, and I'm not talking like, let's not mm-hmm. be homers and stay on this side of the river. Let's get over here. Let's explore some places that I haven't been to and just check them out and see because, the little southeast eastern corner of Connecticut, man, my God, to be a public member there, paying the amount of money you are, you guys should be proud of your freaking courses. They should be gold. You should be out there. Every team should these places. Be some of these places look great right now. I'll tell you. I mean, I've seen. Uh, I've seen. I've driven by Norwich. Norwich looks green. I mean, they're they're known for they certain it. additives and paint right, right. and it's yeah. Great. But but it looks great. Um, I've and seen some interesting should. videos out of Shenacoss. It doesn't yep. doesn't yep. look so great this year. Yeah. Uh, but they. I mean, they have sixty seventy thousand rounds or something crazy right. like that, right? So I mean, I don't know. It is. So it was a good week. I was I I really really enjoyed it. Um, I'm looking forward to this week, the week we're in. Uh, Wednesday I've got um, Country Club of Farmington, mm-hmm. uh, which will be really really nice. And actually, that's um, not a true fitting event. It's actually a demo day where other manufacturers are going to be there. So oh, you know, interesting. We'll, that'll be yeah. fun. Uh, and then Thursday, I've got Wampanoag, which is just gone through an incredible remodel. Uh, that's in West Hartford, and that's actually one of the places I looked at joining when I first moved back here because I thought it'd be close to work, and it is. Uh, so I'm kind of excited to get up there and see it. I saw your buddy, the Crocodile Hunter, was there this week as well. So because uh, they've been doing tours, kind of a reopening tours, because uh, the remodel they just went through is just otherworldly. So Crazy. excited about this week. That's well, interesting. Sounds fun. You know, like I said, we're not going to be open for a few days at the Fox, so not sure if the range is going to be open. A lot of guys are questioning that. I don't know if it will be because I think you're going to punch the green, the practice facility, so mm. you might aerate the entire range itself. I got no so. time to play anyway, so. Um, but it doesn't matter, though. Give it, give it, Give it the time that it needs to grow, you know. Um, that's cool. You got an exciting week coming up. It sounds good. Interesting. Not sure where the, uh, the PGA tour is headed. Um, oh, they're going to Mexico. We talked about that. Yay. Yeah. So Ooh. Mexico open John Rom won it last year. He's the champion. He'll be there this year. He's excited. He says he's going to miss the Wells Fargo because that's going to be the, the time where he just doesn't have time to play. So right, he needs to take a break. Yeah. He so he may win. He may I mean, won it last year. I mean, I don't see why he doesn't again. win. I don't know. I, I think it'll be an interesting, uh, interesting week. What so, else? You, what else you got? So I, I, I took some notes in. Now these are from 2022, and you disagreed. These are some of the top golf. Oh, well, it's old. I mean, 2022. We're in yeah, 2023. Well, Let's because go. they haven't had a chance to rank them yet officially as they've opened through the season. So, oh, okay. But um, here are just some of the top golf courses in Connecticut, and I, I don't know how much, how many listeners we get outside of Connecticut. So we should probably start looking at a other lot. areas as well to discuss. Um, <clears throat> but in just a random top ten order here. I'm not going to go through all of them because I really don't care. But coming in at number four is Lake of Isles. They're not a public course. You well, know? it's a resort course. They're a resort so course. They shouldn't public. be on there. Okay. Yeah, I think they pay to be on there. So does the Mohegan Sun. They're usually in the top 15. Number five, Fox Hopyard when it was public. It's no longer public. Number six, Shenny. Number 10, Mohegan. Yeah. Again, Mohegan should not be on the list. Yeah. 
Because I, I can't show up and play Mohegan. Shout outs to four of the top ten in this side of the river. I mean, yeah, I think I, I don't think, think I don't think Lake of Isles or Mohegan should be on that list. I think they are, like you said, resort courses. You and I cannot you cannot go right now and walk up the shit, walk up to Mohegan Sun and play golf. If and I don't know this, so I'd have to look at if Great River is still fully public right now. It it's probably, in my opinion, in this state, it's probably Keeney Park then then Great River. Keeney Park because of the story behind it. Uh, I'm not a big Wintonberry Hills. I've won a tournament there. A uh, it's great course, but it's it's a die design, and I'm just not a huge die guy, um, except for some courses, right? So to me, don't like Oxford Greens. Oh, we played Oxford a lot back in the day. Yeah, no, I don't like it's it. Just, it's just it's there's there it's really hard. There's some good there's good holes out there. Richter Park, I like Richter that Park's place. Cool. That's nice. I don't know, you know, Shenacosta. I think is as what about far Hot as kiss. Yeah, I don't know. Never I can, heard of it. I Where the hell's t- Lakeville? Uh, way out Litchfield County, I believe. Wow. I'll, I'll tell you. Um, as far as I'm concerned, when I look at this, and I think public, 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 I think nothing really. Like Shenacosta is it? Like Great River used to be private. Box Hopyard was always semi-private. Lake of Isles is you want to call mean- it public? Uh, okay, it's public. It's 150 bucks around. So I think there should be some stipulations. Um, and then the private courses, the list you have here, one through five is kind of is whatever. Again, it's the top. Listen, I played Yale. Yale is not a top five course in the state of Connecticut. It it's is not. It's it, architecturally. Uh, okay. That's it. Okay. It's, it's got some quirkiness to it, dude. Like it's got some quirkiness. It's his, you, you got to understand golf history. It's his, it's a I, historic I golf course. It's the number one rated collegiate golf course in the country yeah I, for you I, to think it's not top, top five in the state when we have zero courses in this state that just, are in the top 100 i just don't i just think it's because of who it is that's there the no nah, i don't is there. I, I mean i played that course and that course knock on wood dude i don't know how it could be because when we played it it was not in great shape and it was dying it's not in great shape it, it hasn't been you also played it coming out of covid when it was closed for Two years. A year. yeah, yeah, two years. Yeah. So um, I do think it's in the top five. I think I think Country Club of Fairfield's in the top five. I think Never Stan- played that. Sandwich is in the top Sandwich five. Sandwich is nice. Ta- Tamarack, the rack? the rack. Tamarack, that is an unbelievable course. I think the problem with your list, you had Round Hill at five. I've played Round Hill. I think it's good. I don't think it's top five. Um, I think number five, and, and most people believe this at this point, is Country Club of Waterbury. Um, and it's not even close. I, I know some guys who've been fortunate enough to literally play everywhere in the state, and they think Waterbury is as good as it gets well, Let's in get the out state. to Waterbury. Someone on this podcast, get me out to Waterbury so I can taste the taste this place. Greenwich having three of the top five courses, Round Hill, Tamarack, and Sandwich. It's not a surprise. Does Sandwich have good sandwiches? Oh, my Was goodness. Was the food good there? They've got a great logo. Is it a sandwich, like a cheeseburger? It, it's a it's a witch. It's the sandwich. Yeah, not interested. Unbelievable. What else you got? Anything else? I mean, well, Waterbury I mean, Country Club. I think I think uh, Happy Gilmore played there, but that's besides the so point. Waterbury Open. I I've been thinking about putting a bracket together of all time great golf movies, and I mean I'm actually going to do it, and I'm going to put it out there, throw it to some people, and see what we got. But my top five golf movies of all time, five being just. Happy Gilmore, because it is what it is. I mean, everybody has seen Happy Gilmore, whether you're a fan or not. Bobby Jones at four. Caddyshack at three. I love Caddyshack. I mean, it's, it's pretty low. Movies. I've already, Jonah's already seen it. We've watched it like two or three times. 
Did you, did you cover his eyes when she? No, come, hell know, no. Lacey Underwall. Number two, Tin Cup, and my all-time favorites, and this is in no particular order, are Bagger Vance and then The Greatest Game Ever Played. I love those two movies, man. I could watch them all the time. Yeah, those are all good movies, man. I'm not going to argue with you. Those are probably the top five, I guess. But there's um, a ton more that I think, you know, we could put out there that people can, you know, check out and see. But, you know, it was a kind of a slow week for me this week. I didn't have a whole lot, so I started thinking about, you know, my movies and and what I enjoyed, you know, I was also thinking about some of the best places I've ever been, you know, afterwards to have dinner or my after rounds food, you know. So uh, I was just, you know, so I said, hey, you know what? This week I'm going to go with go with my movies, my all-time five movies. Movies, huh? Yeah, and then maybe next week we'll talk a little bit about places to go afterwards. Who's got great food, you know? Tully's Tap House at River, River Ridge I is about never as been good there. as it gets. Oh, my God. I was going to go there probably this upcoming Sunday. We have to. I don't want to play the course. I like River Ridge. Not interested. Like although, it. although River Ridge, for those of you who've ever played it, some of you have listened, you play it from the tips. It's a different place. It's, it's a beast from the tips. So that's all I'll say. River Ridge is, I don't know what it is from the tips, 7,200 yards. It feels like it's forever. Yeah, it's a long course. It's probably only 64, but it feels like it is uh, unbelievably long. Uh, from the tips, and I love it. I love that about it. You know, one other takeaway from this round yesterday with my Skechers views, shout out to Skechers, not happy. Not doing it. So why are you shouting them out? I'm not. I'm shouting them out as not happy with them. I mean, come on. You you talk. And I should have known better. So I think I'm going to have to go with, I don't think Brooks makes a cleat. 67. 67 is what? 6,700 yards. That's it. Norwich? I mean, not Norwich. Uh, River Ridge. It don't feel like that because it plays uphill, downhill, sideways. So, anyways, I don't know if anybody else out there has ever struggled with a foot problem. Let me know what you're wearing. I'm not into the title of stuff. I don't, or foot joy, excuse me. I don't think they make a great shoe 1850. for 1850. People who are, what is it? I'm sorry. I just got random numbers. 1850 bucks for a single membership ever. Wow. Uh, well, it's $400 cheaper than Norwich, so. So, yeah, let me know what you're wearing for shoes. I mean, I might go Echo. I don't know. I'm still thinking about possibly grabbing a pair of the New Balance. But, again, the reviews on New Balance were not solid. So, I don't know. I just know I need a shoe. And I need them quickly. And if you're out there and you're listening and you're a sponsor, send me some. I'll wear them. I'll rock them. What else you, you got, you, JB? Listen to this. This is – this. maybe you'll know. You'll know this. It's, it's going to be a high school football question. All right. I just got, this is right across my desk while we're sitting here. Got a text from a buddy. Big shout out. A name you haven't heard in a while. Maybe you have. Mm-hmm. Bo Gear. Yeah, my boy. His kid's the starting quarterback as a sophomore. Yeah, he's very good. At Deerfield Academy. UConn offered him a, a position as a freshman, but he turned them down and has already visited Virginia Tech and State in OSU's next month. Yeah. Is so, he that good? So Bo's kid is very good. So I mean, Bo is legit. I played with Bo. Um, you Bo know, Bo knows. Maine. Bo went to Maine. Bo there, knows. That's a nice sticker. Unbelievable, High right? school football in this area, you, you cannot, you're going to have to leave this area and go prep someplace to get recognition. Is that Deerfield Academy? Deerfield like- Academy is pretty damn good. Massachusetts school, I think. Um, they're They're pretty good. But we got a really good football team right here in St. Thomas More that has been very good. 
So mm-hmm. these kids leave and they go off up that way. But shout outs to Bo's kid. He torched me when I was coaching down in the youth camp a couple of years ago. Um, very talented young man. He played wide receiver for a while. I think last year's freshman year, he got injured. He played wide receiver. So now they put him at quarterback. Wow. Quarterback. And you, you're saying, oh, you, you're talking Ohio State or you're talking Oklahoma? Because no, it's Ohio OSU. State's not if, coming up to Massachusetts to look at a kid. This is not going to do it. No, he said he already visited Virginia Why would you Tech turn down doing, the opportunity to go to UConn? Doing Penn State and OSU next oh, month. Oh, wow. It's got to be, I, I, it's gotta I, be you, Ohio. You've got to go to UConn. You got to. I mean, UConn has to figure this shit out. This is the problem with UConn. Oh, we he's lose getting these in. kids that are local all the time. We lose them. We just had the one kid transfer Are out. you going to UConn if Ohio State's willing to take you? You're not going to play at Ohio State. Do you really? You're not playing. Does it Joe matter? Joe Burrows played one year. He was at the bench. He left and won a national championship. That's how good he was. He didn't get a chance at Ohio State. You have to be an elite player to play in the Big Ten. Elite. SEC, elite. Joe Burrow played in the SEC, you knucklehead. And won a national championship. He sat behind it. He was not going to get the play. Are you telling me the Big Ten's better than the SEC? Is that no, what, what I'm saying said? is he played. At, he sat at Ohio State and was not going to get a chance to play. He I left Ohio State. He was that talented. He left Ohio State, went to LSU, and won a national championship. Think about that. I, I, I get it, dude. <laughs> but you're, you're talking. So, and Holy shout outs to God. these kids locally, man. I, I love it. It's great. But, dude. UConn's got to figure it out. If they yeah, don't, if, we just if might he as well pack it literally up. literally gets an offer to a Virginia Tech, to a Penn State, You're, an Ohio State, you can't come to UConn. But are you going to start, dude? Do, dude? What do you want to do with you your Are you going to start at UConn and lose the Yale? Listen. I mean, like, because that's what happens listen, to these guys. I, are you going to go play at UConn? Like, I'm getting so fired up. I love it. You guys should see how red his face listen, is. Guys, Golf podcast. I, I've been are there. you going to go to UConn to play and have – 270 fans show up to a game because nobody goes. I work there. Nobody goes to these games. Listen, I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder. I get it. This year's. And how many games out. did you go to? I went to all of the home games that I could go to. Which is two. No, it was five. This 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 season schedule is garbage. I get it. They've got to rebuild. They're not even in a division. But here's the deal, man. If you think you are, if, if you're smelling yourself, I'm telling you, man, go go, go there. Go there for the experience. I, I God bless you. But I don't understand why if you know you can come to UConn and probably start. You can't even handle it. You know, come to UConn. I mean, I, I'm shout out to UConn. I mean, I'm, I'm draft, dressed in UConn gear today. I've been there multiple times. I've had I've had athletes who have gone there. Never graduated left. from there. Been there a few times. Though. <laughs> I didn't graduate from UConn. My wife did. But, you know, I, I just feel as if. Second shout out for Jennifer. U- UConn is just. It's 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 it's. It's sad to know where we were 10, 12 years ago to now and to lose these kids in our own state. I mean, you're talking about a kid from Griswold, Connecticut, who says, nah, I'm going to go bigger. Good for him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where you go from there. Frustrated. Frustrating. You know, folks, we really appreciate. uh, I think this is where we'll wrap it up because I think I just frustrated the hell out of Jay Mills. I mean, come on. What are you you doing this week? Are you going to play this week? Listen, 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 listen. It's your, it's your kid, your son. You make the best decision for them. I just hope that there's somebody in that camp that says, "Hey, what is your goals? Do you want to? You want to? He ain't going to the NFL, right? Do you want an opportunity to graduate to play here for four years? I mean, Casey walked, so I get it, but that was due to injuries and stuff like that. He was probably one of the best quarterbacks we had in the state for a while. The kid who went to Penn State and Michigan, very good kids too, but they're not yeah. playing. The one kid I think is starting now at Penn Michigan state. or Penn State. I know one of them is starting. Penn State, now. yeah. So. I, mean, it's pretty I good, just get pretty fired good up. I, my, I don't, 
I understand, but come, UConn, come on, man. Figure it out. They just got to roll out the red carpet. And and here's the thing. If you're a Division One QB at one of those big colleges, you're probably going to get a little NIL money. Okay. Probably going to get more than you would at UConn. This is a this is a career decision now because you ain't playing at the next and probably most guys aren't playing at the next level. Right? Three guys a year that come out, four guys a year that get drafted at stick around in the NFL, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what you do. I think it's kind of crazy, but uh, you know that's all I got for this week. You got anything else? Nah, this week is it's going to be a pretty relaxed week at home. I think I just got some chores to do still, but the course is closed, so it'll give me some time to tighten it up. I'm hoping to play this weekend, but I'm not sure. Might go somewhere else to play if we're not open. I know we got a couple events this week going on, but other than that, just tidying up, getting ready for May. I mean, we're there. I know. I'm, I, I've got a crazy May. Everybody's got busy lives, got a busy May, and I'm really looking forward to Memorial Day weekend because we've so, got a little bit of an event, and I, I don't want to get too pumped up for it and then kind of come out flat and not play well for a few holes because I have a history of doing that. But... I'm probably only going to play three rounds, maybe two rounds between now and then outdoors. So I've got I've got to grind my ass off indoors, and that's what I'm I'm willing to do it for the team. Do it, and uh, hopefully my new irons will be here before that event, and be big time. Probably be the first round I'll play with them. I think um, I think we should keep our expectations low. I, I have don't zero think, expectations. I don't think we I don't we don't know what we're getting into yet. I think. It's the big ocean, and we're just a little couple minnows right now. I think we just kind of sit back and see what there is out there to offer. I'll tell you one thing, though: we won't. We'll, we'll finish well. We'll compete. We'll compete. We'll, we'll, we'll compete. Finish. We always compete. You know. So, but I, I just think that there's there's this course has some guys that can go low. Um, and when you hear sixty sixes, and I watch guys that I play with, I could see you guys going low. I could see you guys getting to even par or under. So, Oof. you know, I'm gonna Probably come not. in strong at twelve and a half. That's where I'm gonna be. That's what I'm going to do. I'm that guy. I'm going to play from the white tees and, and keep it going. But uh, that's all I got, guys. Uh, hope everybody else out there, you know, enjoys the show. Give us a shout-out. Again, I know we're on social media and podcasts. I finally got it hooked up to Apple. Got you so figured out you last week. got me tightened up there. So give us a like. Check us out on our other pages, too. We got Diva Tools going across everywhere, man. We got some funny stuff out there. You know, and again, this is this is just for fun. You know, we're not on here to to cause any harm or getting anybody fired up or make fun of anyone. So lots of our takes and stuff that you'll see, it's just us being us, man. That's who we are. That's the, it, man. The, the guys that I played with, they got a kick out of our stuff last week. You know, they didn't realize all the chirping going on underneath my breath and your breath and stuff. So the next <laughs> one will be Justin mic'd up, you know, Ooh. and, and uh, it'll be fun. I, I enjoy that more now than I ever thought I would. Like I played yesterday and we wasn't mic'd up. Wasn't fun. Nah, it was fun, but it wasn't like that extra part where it's like, you know, Again, the car girl pulling up on me. Corey almost killed me. He literally shanked one and the car girl pulls up. I mean, it, it, it was less than maybe six inches above my head. I thought it was dead. Like, he apologized. Oh, he man. was shook up. He was so shook up. Now, I don't know if he was out of breath and, you know, him coming <laughs> up the hill, but he was shook up. He's like, he asked me four or five times, oh, do you man. okay? Are you okay? And he, he was so shook up, he couldn't get the words four. He just said, duck. And dude, it was—I couldn't even duck. It was a rocket, you know. Oh so, man, I'll tell you, that's that's actually the mic'd up thing, man. Those videos are hilarious. They're awesome. I have some more one, some more that I just haven't released yet. And if you don't know, you'll know that that's just that's just us. That's me. 
We that's play. You. That's just how we roll. So you almost it, killed it was, the cart girl. It was pretty fun. I saw her yesterday. She didn't say a whole lot. You know, I, I mean, why. I, if you have, if you listen to this and you haven't followed us on Instagram under divot tools, divot underscore tools, uh, then you really are missing out on one of the funniest things ever, which is Josh walking across the bridge, talking about, <laughs> talking about almost killing the cart girl. Um, he rifles one. She's 70 yards to the right of the green. He rifles one. She's parked on the cart path. The green is to the left. He rifles one into her cart. It bounces around like a ping pong ball. Boom, 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 boom. Inside the cart with her in it. And he <laughs> he goes up to her he goes, and basically says, you shouldn't pull up on me. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Come on now. First of all, it, it was like, it was a, it just, it was a humdinger, dude. It just took off. Hazel Rocket. humdinger. It sounded like the 1986 show of The Price is Right when they did the clinkle. Clink, 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 Real Plinko, Plinko, Plinko Gino, Joe whatever. I applaud. I made sure she was okay first. I checked on her two or three times. And I said, "Hey, listen, you shouldn't be pulling up on people." And she did it again. Yeah. Hey, man. Who knows? That's we'll what it see, is. It we'll is what it there. is, ladies and gentlemen. We're out, boys. This is adios, it. folks. Lexan we'll on the twenty twos, diesels, the cannon, J Mills. We the out. What the cannons? These cannons.